On Before the Bestseller, we talk with our favorite authors about the books they wrote and the stories behind how those books made it big. I'm your host, Alex Straffy, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Last time, Doug Evans came on to talk about the Sprout book and how sprouting can both save our own lives and the planet. And in this episode, Doug comes on to talk about how he's been so successful, really, with influencer marketing. That's been a big part of his plan. And then his TikTok is sensational. It pops up. I don't have TikTok. I watch uh, all his videos recycled on Instagram um, because I just can't download TikTok. Uh, But he has been very successful with book marketing on TikTok. So we haven't really covered that as a book marketing topic here yet. And so it was really great to get his insights on that. And then also just how he's been DMing influencers uh, to make it work for him really well. So excited to dive down into the timeline on everything he's done from his book launch about three years ago, um, you know, before that to, you know, writing the book itself and then into how he gets, keep, continues to keep the book selling. And for those of you interested, his t- uh, TikTok is tiktok.com slash at sprout W-I-Z. And if you want to sign up for his newsletter, his newsletter is www.thesproutbook.com. So welcome back, Doug Evans. Doug Evans, thank you so much for coming back on to talk about how you've been able to be so successful at getting your message out into the world. All right. Thanks so much, Alex. I think that um, I just planted a lot of seeds. (laughs) And they're germinating and they're sprouting and they're more nutritious than anything else, right? Um, did your background in digital marketing, you know, I know you worked, I believe, with with uh, Steve Jobs and his team early on, you know, did your background in digital, mar- digital marketing help you in the promotion of this book? I don't think so. Okay. You know, when I worked with Steve, it was after Apple and when he was doing a corporate identity for his next computer company that okay. he then sold to Apple. Yeah. Um, that was a very different time. I was focusing on brand. I think what helped me... Um, promote my book was how much I believed in the message of the book yeah, and how much I was willing to do the DMs, do the phone calls, get on the podcast and just like pound the pavement. And look, my book came out, um, it'll be three years in April. And I've probably done 50 podcasts. And um, you know, countless Instagram lives. And, you know, I had never been on TikTok um, up until about six months ago. And then people were saying Instagram and Facebook are going down. TikTok is a platform, you know, and now I have 205,000 followers on, on TikTok with 25 million views, 2 million likes. And, you know, I'm 56 years old and I'm wearing my clothes right? So everything is PG-13 um, and it's getting the message out there. So I think sprouts are a message that resonates with people. And it, most of the growth has come from people raising their hands, saying they're interested. You know, the book being in the 10th printing, you know, and you're in the book world, like that's phenomenal. It yeah. wildly ex- it exceeded the projections and expectations, you know, of the publisher. And as you know, you know, big publishers, and I'm with a big publisher, they do their best, but it's really up to the author. So I look at it like 
and, and say, if it is to be, then it is up to me. And so I needed to pound the pavement um, to get the message out there. And I'm continuing to pound. Like, that's why I'm even doing this, this podcast. Yeah, which super appreciative of because you have so much to teach us. And I want to get back to TikTok in just a little bit. Um, you mentioned DMs, phone calls. I think the best way to approach this is just to give us a timeline. So when did you first start thinking about writing the Sprout book? I signed my contract with the publisher in 2018. And the book came out about two years later. Okay. It took me about a year to formally write the book. Okay. It took about a year for the editor of the book to the publisher to edit and do the the covers and do the things. And like, you look at the cover, I paid for the cover out of my advance because my publisher didn't want to pay for, for the, the custom food photography, styling, et cetera. So, you know, a lot of investment and sacrifice went into the book. And, you know, I know, I know a lot of people self-publish. I wanted to be with a major publisher and I wanted to have an agent because I wanted to have the distribution, um, which was successful. And now my agent has just sold the book. So it's going to be published in a second language of Spanish, you know, coming out in the summer. So um, I'm super excited about that. But these are opportunities, you know, that I, you know, I, I, I don't often say I, 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 but the reality is I sent DMs. I sent out books. You know, I was going to the post office with my bulk envelopes paying, um, you know, media rates. And just for everyone out there, if you were to send the book like second day or third day or first class, it could cost seven to $10 um, to send my book via media mail was $3.45, which is up 90 cents from where it was when I started, you know, just three years ago. So the, the mail rate has gone up. So, you know, the, you have to invest a lot into getting a book um, out there. But I think it's this the sync the symphony of all these different activities which help make the book successful. And we're gonna come back to that one too. I'm like as you're you're casually throwing all these things that you're doing out, and I'm I'm really hoping we have time to come back to all them because these are the specifics that I want to get into. Uh the two you know, you decide you're gonna write your book, it took you a year to write the book, and then it took you a year to uh, for the editor to do their thing. Did you have any sort of a following on this topic when you decided to write the book? No, no, and I had, I had, I had like low single digits, like 2000 or 3000 followers on Instagram. And most of those were my friends. Okay. Yeah. And they weren't interested in this topic specifically. They were just people who no. had followed you along. along yeah, yeah. So where did you start? in building your audience? What what was the first thing you did uh, that you focused on? I, f- I found people who had bigger audiences than me. Okay. Right? I had 3,000 followers. I found people with 10, 20, 30, 90, 200, 400,000 followers. And I would, you know, send them, you know, a DM or give them a call and say, hey, you know, what you, do you know about sprouting? Are you down on sprouting? I just wrote the sprout book, sprout books coming out. 
And you know, I sent out some books and I had some Instagram lives. Simultaneously, I got on to some of the top podcasts. So I was on the Rich Roll podcast. I was on the Sprouting Up podcast. Um, I went on Marianne Williamson's podcast, who's going to be running for president again to talk about food security and food justice. And so I just managed to turn every conversation I had into sprouting. So I, I did I did things with fitness people, with yoga people, with meditation people. Like I went on Light Watkins podcast, who's like one of the top meditation teachers, you know, in the country. And he reached out to me saying, hey, you know, Doug, I, I love what you're doing on creating a movement. You know, can you come on to my podcast? And so there were different things about some people reaching out to me, me reaching out to other people until you gain momentum. And then um, I got invited to be on the food revolution um, uh like online course. So they have an online um, seminar, you know, that reaches 900,000 people. So they invited me to be a a speaker on that. So that gave me some good reach. What were some of these messages that you were sending to influencers in the beginning? You know, because you you said you were sending out messages, DMing people with 10,000 to 400,000 followers. What, What did that message look like when you reached out? Well, look, you got to understand the, the advantage that I have is sprouting is the most nutritious food on the planet, and it's been swept under the rug and ignored. So I can get really, really excited about sprouting. And sprouting was one of the things that everyone who I talked to about sprouting, like knew about sprouting. And when I interviewed 10 of the top medical professionals in the United States, Dr. Joel Furman, six times New York Times bestselling author, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Joel Kahn, Dr. Dean Ornish, um, Dr. Josh Axe. Like these people had big followings and they were expert. And I would speak to them and they knew as much, if not more, about sprouts than I did. And they had other academic credentials and letters after their name. Now they didn't do a lot for me, but in speaking to them, they fueled my fire and my passion. Mm. Because if I would have spoken to them and they would have said, oh, sprouts are terrible. Like why you're just wasting your time on sprouts. Like it's like eating a, you know, a, a brown paper bag. There's nothing there. Like I would have been dead in the water, but you speak to them and they all had such insight about sprouts and they believed in them so much that really fueled my fire. So it was really the excitement and the novelty essentially of the topic that really helped aid you in getting the message promoted. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and look, I know you do Amazon ads. Like I looked at doing Amazon ads and it was basically like a dollar a click or something crazy. Like yeah. I didn't even know what a conversion would be. Sure. So I quickly dismissed that, you know, as, as an option because yeah. I'm not concerned per se with selling books. Like what I'm concerned with is getting the message out there. Yeah. And so whatever it took, um, you know, I thought like, Hey, you do ads um, and you can convert and 
you know, it's a few cents for a lead and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, my customer acquisition costs would be more than the book would be. And, um, you know, my slice of the royalty was minimus. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't, I, I'd be willing to almost give back all of it, but I'm not going to start paying for it out of my pocket for the yeah. publisher. And they don't want to spend any money promoting yeah. the book. So, so that's where you had to focus on these grassroots marketing, you know, type things, which TikTok worked out really well for you, right? How yeah. uh, do you have a team that does your TikTok? Uh, how, did you just learn how to do TikTok? What has been your TikTok strategy? So my TikTok strategy, I tried to do it on my own. Me and my buddy, um, Simon Hill, who has the Proof podcast, we did like a TikTok challenge where we posted every day. Okay. And then, um, I met a TikTok consultant and he said, let's, you know, hire someone to come out and shoot a day of video for you. And then we'll get someone to edit it. And then we will post every single day. And I think I now have like 180 posts on TikTok because we've posted every single day consistently. And some of the videos, you know, have like a thousand, two thousand views. Lots of them have 10,000 views. And then some have 50,000, 80,000, 100,000, 500,000, a million, two million, four million, five million. So it, you 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 never know like what's going to go viral yeah but i had a lot of things that went viral i have a viral rid- video running right now and you know sometimes it's short sometimes it's longer sometimes it's semi controversial um but you know for some reason the, some of the messages that i come up with resonate and take off so for you, TikTok's been a game of consistency, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So some of the other things you mentioned, you know, uh, and actually moving back timeline wise. So early on, you really focused on just the excitement of the message, interviewing people who also got you excited about it. And then the fact that the topic is just, you know, one that is timely, both in the fact that, you know, between global warming, the food crisis and also the you know decline now in life expectancy rate so those were all that was all wind in your sails right when yeah. you launched i'm assuming you jumped on a bunch of obviously big big podcasts but you've also mentioned you know some other things here like phone calls sending books out physically you know and and really pounding the pavement what did pounding the pavement look like for you you know i'm assuming most of that effort was in the first few months of that book being out and now you probably have some things you do on the back end consistency consistency wise. So yeah, talk, tell me about what pounding the pavement looked like for you. I mean, pounding the pavement was, you know, the, the commitment of doing something every day, you know, for the book, like traveling, you know, I live out by Joshua tree, you know, I drove in three hours, um, back around three hours each way to go record podcasts, you know, with, um, various people, you know, if I had a single podcast, like I drive in, you know, to go, you know, record the podcast. And then also many of these podcasts, I had to call multiple times to get them to invite me onto the podcast. How'd you get their phone numbers? I mean, I would ask people 
that that I knew that knew them. LinkedIn was a good thing. I could see, oh, who knew this person? Who knew that person? I'd email them. Yeah. And um, you know, part of it is being fearless, right? In in the communication and having the passion. Like I left someone, you know, like a major, you know, player yesterday, major celebrity. I left them a four minute, four minute uh voice message right on on uh i messaged yesterday and as i was leaving the message i was like wow like this is uncomfortable like you know like they may delete it they may respond they may think but i didn't let like my um voice in my head hold me back like i felt that fear and i just lunged ahead and it's so interesting that sometimes, you know, I could see how I was potentially self-defeating myself. And I just saw that and did it anyway. Yeah. Wow. I, I can't wait to just like cut that and put that out for people because I think that's awesome. Um, what else were you doing pounding the pavement? So you mentioned like driving in, driving out, um, being fearless in terms of networking with people. Um, you mentioned sending out uh, physical copies of your books through the mail. Who were yeah. you sending these copies to? I would say influencers that were, you know, either health, fitness, um, yoga, chefs, you know, people that I looked at that said, I believe their audience would be good for my audience. Did you send out anything with the with the book, like a message, a note of something? Oh, I would never blindly send a book. Okay. I would always like slip into their DMs, engage them, you know, and then, you know, look, I just, you know, if I look on my phone right now, you know, someone followed me, you know, today and I send them a message there, you know, there, they have 378,000 followers. They followed me and I just sent them a DM Hi, Genesis, do you sprout, you know, with a little leaf, you know, and a question mark? Yeah. And some people I leave more, you know, comprehensive messages to, you know, this guy he hasn't responded yet. He's got 2 million followers. They're like, hello, VT, do you sprout? Would love to share my thoughts on how to feed the world with sprouts. Pennies are serving, days, not weeks or months, and tiny carbon footprint. Have the best night ever. Love, Doug. You know, no response, you know, from, from that person, right? Hold on. Um, this person. Um, hi, Gianna. Would love to chat Sprouts. Have the best night ever, right? And she has 330. Like, look, here, I don't know if you can see this. Let me, yeah. um, I, hold on. Let me show my, show self you here. So this is like, um, this is the, the exact thread. Right. She has wow, yeah. 330,000 followers. I wrote, Hi, Gianna, would love to chat sprouts and have the best night ever. Love, Doug. And she wrote, Hey, Doug, would love to, you know, would love to ch um, have a chat, want to be on my show. Yeah. And I wrote, You know, I would love to, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So just like that willingness, you know, to, to, to do that. And so many different people you know, that I've done that. Here's this other guy, you know, look, check this out. This guy has 854,000 followers, 
right? And I sent him a message, you know, like, hey, Jason, um, love your live with my buddy, Matt Higgins. Not sure if you blah, blah, blah. And then look, check this out. His uh, social media person responded back, right? And so just moving the ball along. Um, and that's like hustle. You know, yeah. it's hustle all day long in order to move the ball. How many hours per day right now do you spend working on marketing this book? Um, I mean, an hour, two hours a day. Not, and... that, not that much. Here, look, this, this I was experimenting with this guy. He's got 85,000 followers. He's verified. I left him a voice message. He left me back a voice message. <laughs> and I go, awesome. You know, I love the, um, I can't read backwards. Oh, I love the priority, you know, for health and well-being. Have the best yeah. weekend ever. Yeah. yeah, best weekend ever. Boom. Yeah. You know? And so I just like, you know, you look at my my DMs, you know, I got like this is my DMs. Like yeah. I didn't, you know, just goes on and on and on. And we'll just load up and 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 I don't care whether people respond back or not. Like I just, you know, it's that law of numbers. And it's you doing this. It's not you paying some, you know, virtual assistant to hop on here. You know. Oh yeah, this is this is me. Yeah. You know, check out check out this guy. Um, you know, Doctor Rupi. You know, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Doctor's Kitchen, three hundred forty-one thousand followers. Hey Rupi, let's talk sprouts. Right, (laughs) like that's it. And I record a podcast with him, and we did. You know, like amazing, just. You just have to do this, yeah, and, and not not worry about it. But yeah, um, so there's so many levels. Like you got to believe in what you're doing. Yeah, you have to have the energy, mm-hmm. um, in order to do it. Yeah. and I think that inherently, that if you do the work and you plant the seeds and sprout the seeds, you will get a harvest. Yeah. Last thing here, you have over a thousand reviews on your book now. Na- uh, book now. Yeah. Uh, how how have you gotten so many reviews? I mean, sold a lot of books. <laughs> I have not. Yeah. I have never. I have not solicited reviews okay. for my book. Gotcha. Like, if you went through all my social, I haven't done giveaways. Yeah. I haven't done any of this um, this stuff that people would normally do in order to you know get reviews. Um, I'm not against it. I just um, just didn't do sure. it. Yeah. Because- how, how many copies have you sold? Just curious, like a ballpark I mean, estimate. T- tens of thousands of copies. Over a hundred thousand at this point. I I, I under a hundred thousand. Okay. Thousand. Gotcha. I I have no doubt. Obviously, it's going to cross that mat, uh, that path. Anything else we haven't talked about that worked really well for you, uh, marketing wise? I mean, I, I think the book is a really good book. Like you have to write a really good book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's like a analogy, a ship. I love the ship analogy, right? If your book is made of wood, uh, or if your ship is made of wood and you, you know, put a blow some wind in that sail, it moves forward. But if your ship is made of lead, being it's a bad book and you have wind in the sail, it doesn't matter, it's still gonna sink, right? The marketing doesn't matter, it's gonna sink. So um that doesn't that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. And it is also just such a timely message. Thanks for uh being one of the people out here who's saving the planet, man, uh and saving our future. Hey, my pleasure, Alex. N- yeah. Nice talking to you. Thanks for uh, for having me.
you as well. Thanks for being here. Uh, such a wealth of information. And uh, I can't wait to when I get the message from you that you've sold over a million copies. So thank you for coming oh, it's on. It's going to happen. It's easily yeah. going to happen. I have no doubt. Awesome. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. I know there's many other things you could have been doing during this time, and I hope you found this episode incredibly useful for you and your journey. And if you did, or if you have any feedback, I would love to hear that in a review on Apple. That would be fantastic or anywhere else that you are listening to this show. So thank you. And if you're the type of listener that is also an author or looking to be an author soon, feel free to email me at alex at advancedamazonads.com. That's alex at advancedamazonads.com. And I'll add you to our weekly newsletter where I send out all of the best marketing tips I've ever heard from authors that I've had on this show and many of the authors that we work with. So I look forward to hearing from you if that's something you'd find useful. And either way, I look forward to having you back for our next episode. 